0: All right, folks. Thank you for joining me on the Lookout Guy podcast. I am Michael Tobin, your Lookout Guy. You know, pretty soon, I, I've been—I can't get it out of my head. I'm going to start uh, adding some episodes to as California goes, because in recent uh, weeks, I've been hearing California Governor's Gavin Newsom's name thrown out on national media quite a few times just over the past couple of weeks and it's already been a suggestion that he will be end up being the lead democrat candidate when the debates start getting hot Uh, I think everybody agrees with their theory that Biden will be the number one candidate at first but it will eventually turn off of him It it seems to me it's obvious that that's going to happen. But that is my reason. One of the things, topics that keeps coming up, that as well as uh, people leaving California. That's been going on for at least 10 years now since uh, Jerry Brown's uh, first of two terms recent, most recent two terms, because in the, in the 1980s, he was a two-term governor, and then he somehow he came back to be another two-term governor. Imagine that. But I keep getting this thought, and I think it's, uh, you know, uh, well, you know, you call it a Holy Spirit check. Um, California is... Going to be a a hot subject. I also started that show um, as California goes because I knew that it was going to be a hot topic. And I posted a few things on it, but I actually migrated those episodes to my Lookout Guide podcast as uh, archived episodes. But I'm going to start that up again. Um, I, I just can't get away from it. Pray for California. You do not want a California uh, governor as a president at this time. And I warned everybody about Kamala Harris. Do not vote for Biden because you'll have a California whack job politician as a vice president. But people didn't listen. They They had crappy people in all kinds of places to make sure that that happened. So keep an ear out for um, some As California Goes episode. So I contemplated talking about what's in the news and everything, and I th- there's just so much about it. I'm not going to lie and say that I don't want to talk about it. I do, but I just do not have the uh, time and energy to do the research to make it really worth discussing, a, a worthwhile discussion. So do your own research. That's all I can say for now until I get more motivated to start talking about the news again. But on a light note in the news, I've got a, um, a audio version of a Forbes article that came out yesterday and you know what, I will talk about the latest thing that I heard about people leaving California after this too <laughs> I'll, I'll do it uh, it's a Lulu, it is, it is a real doozy um, but I've got an article from yesterday's Forbes about Golden astero, Asteroid Mission and it's going to be a SpaceX rocket launcher, satellite launcher, and it will be from the Florida complex. Uh, but in October of this year, they're going to launch a space probe, a, a space uh, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But it'll be manned, and they're going to go to this. I think it was 410 foot. Actually, it won't be manned. You'll hear it. Rock. They don't know what it is. If it's zinc, iron, or gold. But they want to observe it. It's going to take, I think, uh, three years or so. A little over three years to get to it. And then for 24 months, they're going to observe that rock before coming. So this is going to be like a seven-year, eight-year thing (laughs) or whatever. But anyways, I want to play that for you. I also have some new music from my friends, Ricky Davis in Minnesota. From his latest LP, less than a year old. Uh, Called Out of the Basement I'll have the title track for that As well as a song from that album Just a Bad Dream And both of these were nominated For this coming up uh, August uh, International Singer Songwriter Association Awards And uh, his album Just a Bad Dream Actually is now a runner up Congratulations to Ricky Davis, and I've got some music coming up from my good friend from Three Days in the Grave, and that is spelt with the numeral three. got to look all these uh, indie artists up that I feature, and so look up Three Days in the Grave, and Ricky Davis, but Three Days in the Grave is numeral three, Days in the Grave. They're on Spotify, everywhere streaming is, as well as YouTube. Um, But I've got Greg Whitstock. He is the bassist from that band, which includes uh, frontman, lead guitarist Robert Tyler, and Gene Copley on drums, and they all do vocals as well. So it's a really cool band. I've seen them at least 12 times over the past three years, and especially during the pandemic. I I called it Defying the Edicts. And driving from San Diego to Los Angeles, two cities that were playing ping pong with uh, all of their little uh, edicts that they were putting on the people. Don't have more than five people in your home for Thanksgiving and all that stupid stuff. Anyways, it was, I I had a ball during that time. You know, It was the worst of times and it was the best of times. Uh, but I've got some Greg Whitstock um Independent solo projects. One called I Cracked My Eye. And the funny thing about that song is, he literally did crack his eye in a skateboard accident and made a song about it. And I'm gonna have uh, one of my first interviews with the band from, let's see, what year was it? It was October of 2020. I interviewed the band and Greg talked about how uh, he cracked his eye he, and, and he almost got brain damage, and between two different accidents and it's a miracle that he's alive and well. Uh, so that's exciting. And I've also got an update from Greg Whitstock, what he's up to. And uh, he was kind enough to send me an audio that I asked for. That was really awesome and i'm going to play i want to conclude it with a live performance from 2020 well i've got two of them i'm going to do i'm going to do the one from uh 2020 and that is from uh, july of 2020 and that's how I'm going to complete this show. So thank you guys for joining me on The Lookout Guy. I've had an interesting day. I, I very rarely have two days off in a row, so that, that explains my lack of uh, one-week episode consistency. Uh, but doing the laundry, cooking, cleaning, showering, shaving, you know, everything little bit of yard work and stuff like that, <laughs> but anyways, it sounds like I'm complaining, but I'm not, but it, it really, it kind of wears you down, but plus the fact that there's so much news going on, and I'm wondering, how can I, I started off my podcasting wanting to be like a news commentator, you know, somebody that's, uh, starts spreading the news, you know, <laughs> and that was interesting, but it's such a drag. I gotta admit it, but it's just a matter of honing in on how you're going to present it. So be on the lookout for that. I wanna, I wanna be doing some things with, with the uh, as California goes. So thank you guys again. Without further ado, on with this episode of the Lookout Guy podcast, and it is titled Gravitational Assist. Just wait for it see why I chose that title gravitational assist oh and by the way um, instead of the 2020 I'm going to have from three days in the grave um, a lot my a live event from February of this year and that's the last one I went to actually Uh, But February 4th of this year, Three Days in the Grave, really fresh from Three Days in the Grave on the Lookout Guy podcast. And um, I'll still uh, discuss the article about, okay, who is it that just left a huge, humongous piece of property in in San Francisco to the lenders because of... Issues in San Francisco. This is going to blow your mind. On the Lookout Guy podcast.
1: Golden Asteroid Mission is Back on Track, says NASA. By Jamie Carter. October 2023 is set to be quite the month for space fans, with a stunning, ring of fire, annular solar eclipse in North America. However, on NASA's launch schedule is the Psyche mission to uncover a metal rich asteroid of the same name. Originally scheduled to launch in September 2022, Psyche was scrubbed last year after delays in development and testing of its flight software. A November 2022 report by an independent review board led by retired aerospace executive A. Thomas Young also blamed institutional issues at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, JPL, that contributed to the launch delay. Go, for launch. However, a new report by the same board has good news the new rejigged mission has addressed its issues and is go for launch the independent review board is extraordinarily impressed by the accomplishments of the total jpl organization in caltech the report reads engagement in and leadership of the overall response process by the jpl director and senior leadership is deemed world-class the psyche mystery located in the asteroid belt between mars and jupiter Psyche is 140 miles, 226 kilometers wide, rotates on its side and, according to its reflectivity, appears to be made largely of iron, nickel or gold. As such, planetary scientists think it could be a rare example of the core of a planet exposed to space in a cataclysmic collision. It's even been said that Psyche could be technically worth $10,000 quadrillion. That's way more than the global economy which is worth about $105 trillion in 2023 according to Statista. Latest Launch Plans Psyche is now due to launch from Kennedy Space Center's Launch Complex 39A in Florida atop a SpaceX Falcon Heavy between October 5-25, 2023, conduct a flyby of Mars for a gravity assist and arrive at the asteroid in August 2029. It will then spend 26 months in orbit, making observations from different altitudes now in an astrotech space operations facility near Kennedy Space Center in Florida. The spacecraft will this month begin its final assembly, test and launch operations.
2: What's that sound? Coming from the basement. Another song. Another replacement. What's that sound, yeah Another replacement What's that noise Coming from the basement I'll be there for an hour Twelve hours later I'll be coming out of the basement I'm smiling like a gator out of the basement Yeah.
0: dream all right ricky davis from minnesota just a bad dream and before that was out of the basement and i hope you guys appreciate how i did the uh, audio version of that forbes article from yesterday today being the 6th of june 2023 if i was to go over that article i'd just be kind of blabbering blabbering and talk 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 and kind of like what i'm about to do um but I'm going to get through it real quick. What I mentioned earlier. The exodus out of California just keeps on going strong. But this is amazing. But first I want to talk about something that I posted on my social media. Um, I like to post about spiritual lessons uh, frequently. And I've been meaning to take note of... How God moved miraculously in the past few years. So I, I'll just uh, read my thoughts before I saw this article, and it and it goes hand in hand with me being so diligent and tenacious to stay in my home state of California. But I wrote, God answers prayers. I discussed with him a possibility of skirting California's and and federal fees and taxes with petrol prices while staying in my home state of, yeah, um, instead of running to a different state. I told God I want to stay and see the last drop of life in this state if I have to because I ain't running away. I tried Oregon and Virginia in the past, but those were out of uh, venture and spiritual purposes. And and that's another thought that I didn't write about. All these people are leaving California for uh, safety reasons for their families, as well as financial reasons. But the two times that I left was I was on. Uh, I wanted to minister the gospel throughout the whole nation, and, and uh, that didn't really seem to happen. But onward with how I put this all together. And without my further uh, narration on my thoughts, <laughs> I, well, I tried Virginia and Oregon, but those were out of venture, and I saw no need to make those moves permanent. Way back before it was popular to go to Texas, and I shared a a photo of something just as kind of a teaser. Um. Uh, but I'll, I'll read it as. It relates to a photo. This photo doesn't have anything to do with what I'm getting at, but it's just another weird internet thing I uh, just turned on for a bit and I'm about to turn off. It's one of the new Microsoft Edge upgrades. I just used it to make sure it. it's what I thought I had just purchased from the store because the product is from Mexico and the label is in Spanish. So I did one of those translation uh, I, I a What's that new buzzword now? Um, IA Anyways uh, But here's how the Lord has been answering my prayers Past several years It is an all purpose This product is a finely powdered milk It, And I'm a, just by using that I'm about to save $200 a year Uh, And I use it for smoothies And I'll try it in coffee But I don't like just plain milk and coffee uh, But I tried it And it tastes just like Real milk and coffee, but I'll just drink my coffee black to save a couple hundred bucks a month on on uh, creamer, like French vanilla creamer, and milk. And I, I mostly use powdered milk for smoothies anyways, but if I didn't use this powdered creamer at all, then I'll save another $40, but then I'd have to replace smoothies with some other food, and I cannot imagine that. So far... I now only live five miles from my work instead of 13 miles and my new wages and hours where I'm at actually lowered a bit but keep me in the same ballpark as I had before I moved but in a more preferable location and less necessities and expenses and in the long run I'll be ahead and my food bill is equal to previous it was a forward lateral move but mind you this I'm I'm getting to how God answered my prayers. so bear with me before getting back into the music. Uh, It was a forward lateral move, but will increase even more as my hours become full-time status. So this is all on top of the previous seven years. that already has been nothing short of a time of provision in the midst of famine, pestilence, drought, and tyranny. And I even had to work part-time 16 to 20 hours a week during three of those earlier months until about three years of... Uh, temporary work, I was just above rock bottom living on God's miraculous provision until the last three years, working 50 plus or less, plus or minus hours per week. I took all I could get until I had to make a choice of being crippled by the time I retired several years. And that's when our new plan Me and God, that's when me and God's plan kicked in. God remembered some of my requests that I had given up on and forgot. So if you're tired of being tossed and driven, maybe you can do what I did and ask God for another plan to make it happen. It takes dedication and sacrifice, and if I might add, persistence. Uh, but you get to see God do things you cannot see yourself succeeding in by yourself. That's when you ask God to help you. So without God, you are really on your own, and that's no fun. So I posted all that, pouring out my heart <laughs> on the internet. And uh, just a, a short few hours later, a friend of mine posted this uh, new article also from yesterday. Titled, Owner of San Francisco's Largest Hotel, the Hilton Union Square is Walking Away Surrendering It to Lender. So, you got all these people. This guy is leaving San Francisco, but you've already read and heard about so many companies leaving San Francisco and so much of the population, uh, California, and so much of the population leaving the state as well and uh this is just a reminder of how god is taking care of me in the midst of chaos but for some reason he wants me here and i have a feeling it's got to do with podcasting because i'm getting more resistance and friction about continuing podcasting than you can ever believe and when you get all that friction you can rest assured it's because you're doing something right. So I just want to keep doing it more and more right, get better and better at it, and keep on doing it. I'm going on 12 years already at least. Uh, But anyways, this article, before getting into some music from Three Days in the Grave and Greg Woodstock, owner of San Francisco's largest hotel, the the Hilton Union Square, is walking away, surrendering it to Lender. Another bit of bad news for downtown San Francisco arrived Monday morning and uh, with the revelation that the investment firm that owns the Hilton San Francisco Union Square and Park 55 Hotels is walking away from its debts and giving up hope on a return of San Francisco's convention market. And speaking of Virginia, Virginia Virginia-based REIT Park Hotels and Resorts has opted to cease payments on a $725 million loan, As the San Francisco Business Times reports today, that's yesterday, essentially surrendering over 2,900 hotel rooms and hospitality facilities to its lender. This includes the 1,921-room Hilton San Francisco Union Square, which is San Francisco's largest hotel occupying an entire city block and one of the country's largest hotels outside of Las Vegas, leaving San Francisco. And the article just gets crazier and crazier. Um, After much thought and consideration, we believe it is in the best interest for park stockholders to materially reduce our current exposure to the San Francisco market, said Park Hotel CEO Thomas J. Baltimore in a statement. Now more than ever, we believe San Francisco's path to recovery remains clouded and entangled, elongated by major challenges, both old and new. Shame on you, California, and shame on you. (laughs) I'm saying that. Uh, San Francisco, and Sacramento. Uh, uh, record high office vacancy. Concern over street conditions. Can anybody say poop in the streets? Lower return of office than their peer cities. And a weaker than expected citywide convention calendar through 2027 that will negatively impact business and leisure demand. So it goes on... It. Um, I'm just going to include this article as well as that Space Rock article in the information. And I also have information on how you can uh, look up Ricky Davis, Greg Whitstock, Basis for Three Days in the Grave, and look up Three Days in the Grave. Uh, But now, hey, let's get into my Three Days in the Grave interview, uh, the section with Greg Whitstock, their Basis, and he talks about his brain and eye surgery details on the lookout guy podcast followed by one of his latest uh greg's latest projects i crack my eye and that followed by an update for, a brand new update from greg whitstock on uh, the ventures of greg whitstock and three days in the grave uh, as well as a whole performance from this past February of Three Days in the Grave And a little sneak peek, uh, they've got a new song coming out So here now is uh, the segment of the interview from 2020, October of 2020 And that followed by what I already said, I cracked My Eye And some live music a whole performance of 3 days in the grave legendary 3 days in the grave in the Los Angeles area all this on the lookout guy podcast thank you guys god bless you and have a wonderful night and remember on spreaker downloads are always free and it is also heard on iHeartRadio, radio spotify and wherever streaming is the lookout guy podcast no it's
3: just been exponential you know yeah good hang on your yeah talking to you,
0: yeah. From uh, it was May uh first. Yeah, May first, two thousand
3: fifteen. fifteen. Fifteen? when uh so now anytime. so anytime we wanna play. These guys call. asked me to play with them. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll book yeah. we'll uh, you and we'll book you one night It's weird, I moved into my new apartment managing job. Oh no, okay, yeah. On the same day.
0: Actually, we I, I moved from Hermosa attraction. to
3: Torrance so, like, from a house I was yeah, living so in so with maybe roommates it, so yeah, maybe with to managing yeah, yeah. an apartment you, building. Yourself, and the managing the, the apartment building we'll opened up my my ability to do have time to, a room to room do things. So that opened up the music avenue. And that was before your brain surgery?
0: Yeah.
2: Brain surgery was August
3: 17th 2019, 2019. Which it was,
0: was before your year eye accident. Ago.
3: It was after the eye, I cracked my eye. Oh, okay. I cracked my eye and I wrote that song about it. So you, what, what year did you crack your eye? That was a year before. 2018? Um, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't really remember exactly when that was. All I did was get a black eye. And you can see it in the vid- in the music video. So, so the reason
0: for your eye and the reason for the brain surgery were two, separate, two uh, separate things. skateboard yeah. accidents.
3: I went to Santa Clarita to meet Dang, this country singer that came out to see her niece. Country singer that I met in Nashville when we were out in Nashville. She came out to to see her niece that lived in Santa Clarita and she's all, I'm going to be in L.A. That'd be really cool if we could uh, meet up. I said, yeah, that's great. So I'm thinking, oh, this country singer uh, woman, you know, because I was single, you know, so I'm like, I'm single, you know, I can... Single right I can maybe meet this woman and maybe something could happen, you know, but I'm kind of like, you know, it's in God's hands, you know, let's see what happens. So I said, yeah, sure, you know, so I'm going out to me To meet her in Santa Clarita within my mind that, you know, so I'm thinking, oh, you know, I got to impress her, you know, so I'm a skateboarder, so I'm gonna look up, I look, looked up where the skate park was because I heard they had a good skate park in Santa Clarita, so I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, let's go to the skate park, you know so she's all skate park. Well, I don't want to go to the skate park and I'm like and I'm like, oh, come on, you know get in the car. She goes, oh, just go to the skate park, and when you're... Thank God she did You know, I didn't do that. Because what happened at the skate park was I landed on my head. Well, maybe if she wasn't there, I might not have landed on my head. I don't know. But she I freaked her out. You know, and that was like, oh, I blew that one, you know, because I fell on my head, and I was like, oh, oh wow, man. I... She's like, she wanted me to go to the, the hospital because she said I kept repeating myself. And I said, just give me like about a half an hour, you know, let's see what happens. I go, if I'm still repeating myself in a half an hour, um, then I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll go to the hospital. You tell me, because I wasn't aware that I was repeating myself. So, I... Uh, I was fine in a half an hour. She goes, okay, you seem okay. So we went back to her place, her, niece, her niece's place. We had some lunch. I hung out with them. We went by the pool, and I hung out for a while. It was cool. We had some good conversation and everything. And then she's a very devout Christian and very, um, very um, you know, I don't know how to say it, but... Devout, you know, she's yeah. definitely devout. In fact, her name is Carissa, and Carissa's song, okay, on my album, is so about, that came out of that. It's about her, yeah, okay. It's about her faith. So, I wrote that about. Her. She was the, the um, catalyst, you know. She was the, the inspiration for that song. Yeah, there was more. It was also my my own spiritual uh, development that I had going on personally but she just kind of was somebody that uh, that uh, embodied that that kind of yeah. spiritual um, uh, everlasting life uh, eternal life idea yeah. you know that Jesus teaches so um, I was really impressed with that about her, but, you know, so I went my own way. I drove back from Santa Clarita all the way back to, um, to uh, Torrance, and uh, no problem. You know, it was fine. So I thought, oh, I'm okay. So, you know, I was having a little, like, little flashy flashes on the corner of my vision, but that happens when I slam my head skateboarding. And I've gone to the doctor and got uh, CT scans and come back out. Nothing was wrong. No internal bleeding for much worse head injuries than that. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, this one wasn't that bad, so I'm going to be fine. Well, two months later, uh, and I just got back from Atlanta. I was driving around in the woods in Atlanta by myself. Two weeks before this happened. And if it happened out there, I'd be dead. I would have died because there would be nobody around. But it happened in Hermosa Beach in a coffee house that I go to all the time, and I knew half the people. Because I'd been living in Hermosa for 25 years. So I'm getting my coffee in the morning, I'm walking out to, about to go out the door, and I fall on the floor. And everybody in the place is like, what the heck's going on? They go, I think he's drunk. Because some of the people thought that didn't know me thought I was drunk. But the people that knew me, they know I've been sober for 15 years. So they're like, he's not drunk. He's been sober for a long time. Well, he must have got drunk because he was acting drunk. Well, I wasn't acting drunk. My brain was not firing properly. I wasn't even aware of it. So I fall on the floor, and uh, they call the ambulance. Ambulance comes, and uh, I'm like coherent enough to say, oh, no, hell no, I'm not spending $1,700 for a trip to the hospital. Can somebody give me a ride? And one of the women there, she goes, I'm a nurse. I'll take them. So she gave me a ride to the hospital, to Kaiser. I had already been to Kaiser the day before because I was uh, getting nauseous and I went there to get checked out and they did a CT scan on me and they said that you have internal bleeding in your brain and you need to have surgery and I said oh I said what that sounds really serious they go yeah it is so why they didn't take me right then I don't know but they said he seems to be okay so we'll try and get surgery scheduled and can you get a ride to the hospital if we call you and tell you we have the surgery scheduled? And can you get a ride to the hospital? Yeah, yeah, I can get a ride. I'll take an Uber. They said, okay, cool. Uh, we're gonna call you. Just be ready. Is that phone number good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't make it to wait for their call. I fell on the floor, and they she took me. So when they saw me, it was a mir- so it was a miracle that you were where you were at, and
0: it's, it's the day before. They did the scan and then that night or... Yeah, or it's
3: just so weird how it all played also. out. But, but the weirdest thing is, is that what was going on physiologically. My, my brain was... Uh, the pressure had built up so much in my brain that no oxygen was getting to my brain. And... So everything was a, everything a just, just a about thing. to shut down and I was gonna die. Yeah. That was like in minutes. So it was about eight o'clock in the morning when I fell on the floor and the nurse took me to the Kaiser in in uh, in uh, no no in uh, Harbor City, which okay. is you know, about ten minutes away on a on a Saturday morning, it was a Saturday morning I'm with Kaiser too, I like them oh I love Kaiser so I um, she takes me over there I, I give them my name and they put it on the computer and they go oh my god and they took me and they threw me on a gurney and wheeled me in and shoved me in an ambulance, turned on the red light siren and all that they didn't even talk to me or nothing they just said. As soon as they saw it was me, they threw me in the ambulance and they hauled ass on the freeway with sirens. Yeah. And, and I'm like a little I'm medical
0: like, APB after I'm
3: it. like, what the heck's going on? And they're like, dude, we're going to uh, neurosurgery yeah, right, right, right now. Beeline to Hollywood to the neurological center in Hollywood. So we get there. They probably got a medal for it's like. You. I don't know what time it was, but all this stuff happened from eight o'clock in the morning to Kaiser Inn in in uh, in Harbor, Harbor City. City, and then the ambulance ride to Hollywood on the free on the one hundred and ten freeway. Just bam, Hollywood, and then um, I wake up and I look at the clock and it's ten thirty a.m. And I'm on a gurney and I gotta from like eight o'clock at night. No, eight in the morning. Oh eight in the morning. Ten thirty in the morning. I wake up I come to in this room and I go I go are you guys done? And they go, yeah, we're done. Because they put me out. I go I go, it's ten thirty, is that ten thirty a.m.? They go, yeah it's ten thirty a.m. I go, the same day? She goes, yeah. I go, and you're already done doing brain surgery? They go, yeah, it was an emergency. We had to do it right away. You were like, it was very critical. And I was like, wow. And then I'm just sitting there, just tripping down. Yeah. Oh, just like, what the heck is going on? And, uh, Oh, my God. And I had the most trippy experience when I was out. Like, you know, they talk about near-death experiences. I can't really remember it now, but I wrote some things down. And if I could find them, it would help refresh my memory. But there was a J-Man incident. I call it J-Man. You know, like when Robert scared that guy when he said, Jesus, I kind of try to be easy on people. But... I had an experience where um, it was, was like... This before you were
0: born again, saved? Uh, you know, I, I've been
3: kind of like you in a way around this my whole life because my mom was uh, very religious and we were brought up in Catholic school and I, I can't say I ever was saved because I always feel like I was saved, you know? So, saved is a very weird thing to me. And yeah,
4: he's going to, um, that video we do with he's going to post it on Facebook. But, the video we do with Howard, the, the timing is perfect, dude. Well, we just heard it. It's, it's going to
3: be cool. The yeah. rules, we're going to trip on that. They said the rules were like, I put the rules in the back where you need to go, and it's just like, I, just, I, was just yeah, I know, we're all, all excited right. about yeah. it. Anyway, um,
0: but yeah. Jesus said, you're either for me or against me. Yeah, yeah, well, there's yeah. that, yeah. There's not a
2: magic yeah. thing.
3: I, I know exactly what you mean. It's such a trip, though, dude, like what happened because you know we always have struggle with our faith yeah you know there's always that but that was just out of curiosity
0: God, there's always I, that I don't want judge dream. people by oh is this before or after oh no
3: no um,
0: yeah. but oh,
2: say, say, no. Say, no. Bye, guys. All right guys
0: alright and that was when we got kicked out of the room it was after the show so I well Uh, I know what it was. Somebody else was getting ready to go on. Um, But anyways, I'm going to have to ask Greg about uh, those things that was going on when he was out during surgery. That'll be cool. This is the first time that I've actually listened to this whole interview uh, since I filed it back in 2020. And, yeah, that just stuck out. Well, let's get to some music. Isn't it cool Learning and, and just hearing About people's miracles I mean We we do hear the stories about People who were in the right place At the right time when they needed The right help They make movies about that stuff That To me it's, that's just one of the most magnificent Things in the world So I, I <laughs> That was totally awesome I'm glad I was able to get that on the show too So okay you heard enough from me. I crack my eye, Greg Woodstock, and that's going to be followed by his update and followed by uh, the last performance that I saw three days in the grave at in uh, L.A. from February 4th of this year on the Lookout Guy podcast. Mm-hmm.
3: The
5: Lookout Guy Hi Michael Thanks for inviting me to your podcast The Lookout Guy Good looking out buddy On behalf of my bandmates Robert Tyler and Gene Copley I'd like to say hi from Three Days in the Grave We appreciate all your support of our music we have a brand new song that we're going to start recording soon so we're pretty excited about that since we haven't put out any music in quite a while anything new we've kept very busy with gigs doing at least one a month we have one coming up june 24th at angel city cafe in bellflower that's here in california just nearby And then another one in July will be uh, playing at the Vermont Baptist Church down in South Torrance, also nearby. And that one is probably going to be streamed, live streamed, on RedsRoom.net. It could be on his Facebook page, RedsRoom Entertainment, on Facebook as well. He's always got concerts on live stream. Like you, he's always given us a lot of support over the years. We'll be sure to get that new song out to you as soon as we get it done. And of course, I am working on new music myself, aside from playing bass guitar in Three Days in the Grave. A new song I've been working on with Keith Lynch. I'm still kind of tossing around ideas for the title, but it's a song about opening up the consciousness to the world of spirit. I might be biased, but I'm really digging on how this song's coming out. I'm really blessed to work with Keith. He's an amazing audio engineer, monster on guitar, as well as a seasoned musician. His studio is Walnut Studios in El Segundo, California. You can find him by just typing in Keith Lynch, dot com. We're almost done with the new song, and uh, I'll be sending that to you as well. As soon as I'm done with this one, we'll start on the new Three Days in the Grave song. That one's called Coming of the King. It's about the biblical revelation of Christ's return, but it rocks just like all Three Days in the Grave songs. We've sampled it a couple of times at gigs and everyone really likes it. Other than that, I've got a couple of indie artists that uh, are coming up for collaborations. I'm working on one with Kim Thompson from Calgary, Alberta, up in Canada, and Broninger McDaniel out in Nashville wants to do a song with me, so I'll start working with her as soon as I'm done with the Kim Thompson song. And it's really great because I just love both of their uh, vocal, their voice, and, uh, and they're just fabulous artists. That's about it. I'm working on that stuff and trying to get my solo act on acoustic guitar down pat. It's coming along, but uh something I'm not really used to. I've had like five small gigs, one with almost 200 people. So I'll keep posting all the things I'm doing on my Facebook page, Greg Woodstock Music, and on my uh, Instagram, which is uh, three days in the grave bassist you'll be able to find out everything I'm doing that way, you won't miss anything and you can also look me up on my website gregwhitstock dot weebly dot com and if you spell that right, it'll come up and if you google search my name right, you can find everything, because I'm the only one with that name, Greg G-R-E-G-G w-i-e-t-s-t-o-c-k that's about it we really appreciate all of the support that you're always giving us three days in the grave all of us indie artists and i myself we really appreciate it it means a lot god bless three days in the grave and
4: if you want to just let people know about the love of god basically, and so, Anybody who doesn't know him, I hope that by the end of this uh, show that you will. And if you do know him, maybe it will help you to know him a little better. And you know, we get stuck in, in the world that we live in. And you know, we have the spiritual and we have the molding. You know, and, and people settle for the mundane things of life, you know. when there's such a higher thing out there. And having a relationship with the Creator is so much more intense than the life of, you know, you see these people cheering and jumping for these people who do, you know, touchdowns and stuff. But you know what? I want want to share every time someone gives their heart to Jesus. I want to share every time a Christian gets that much closer to knowing his, their Savior, and being ripped off. And you know, that's the song is basically about your world. is is that uh, after about a month of voice exercising I got some of my voice back thank you Jesus <laughs> some people might not think so but, um, we've been rehearsing a lot more since then you know because you know life is so short you never know I had a few friends of mine uh, James and I have had some friends who have went passed away because of COVID. but you know what man I know that Not to say that I'm anything special, but God's not finished with me yet. That is the reason why I'm here. Otherwise, you know, I would have checked out too along with those friends of mine. So, but you know, God's love for us is awesome, awesome, awesome. So, but, uh, so this next song is called My Love for You. it's interesting is um god led us to this really cool doctor who ended up giving us uh hydroxychlor and other medications to help us get over covid that night that i took the medication i was feeling better and three days later i did a home test and uh, i was negative so that is lying to the majority of people. All right, they, no, they just want to make no, money, it. money. Oh yeah. So, but and, and, and the people of big farm and you know some of us are even guilty of you know chasing after gold and things of this world that you know only are temporal. But you know what, gold can't buy eternal life. You know, we're have a lot. we having a lot of fun these days, you know, jamming, and just, you know, allowing God to take over and God's revealing lots of stuff to each one of us individuals as to the reason why God has placed us in the band and what he's doing, you know, and um, it's a really cool thing to see. But each one of us were created to have a relationship with the Creator now this song is called The One Who Created You. Anyway, um, how many of you remember when the light came on, and all of a sudden, the darkness was gone, and you saw the light, and you knew beyond a shadow of doubt that Jesus was your Savior, and that you needed him to step you out of the darkness and into the light, the song is called Turn On the Light of the Song. How many people Know that Jesus Came for care For the Jesus train So this is This is about that Mary Magdalene. for a birthday celebration
2: i